Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. episode of What Makes You Sing with Larry Owens. I'm Larry Owens, the Mark Marin of Music Podcast. This is a very smart show with a very dumb premise. I invite someone on to just talk about the music that made their memories, and then guess what, bitch? We do sing. I am so excited for our guest today, but you know how we start off these episodes. We start with a fan request. Maestro. But what about trust? What about tenderness? What about tears when I'm happy? What about wings when I fall? I want you to be the story for me that I can believe in forever. And what about love? Yes, that goes out to Christina. Thank you so much for requesting What About Love from The Color Purple. As you all know, you can tweet, Instagram, send me a carrier pigeon with the song request, and we will do our best to accommodate it as long as you listen every week. Like, rate, and subscribe. But, you know, I've kind of buried the lead here. That was not our regular pianist, James Harvey, on the keys. That actually was today's guest today's guest is a talent that truly 
I dare say, created an entire genre of comedy or maybe even revitalized one. The New York Times calls him the connective tissue among some of the most exciting artists bringing musical comedy to the stage today. You know his compositions. You know his beautiful face. And honestly, a forever dog darling. It is Henry Kaparski. Larry, thank you so much for having me today. Oh, my God. Thank you for being on the pod. What I'm so excited to see what this podcast is and to be a part of it is just beyond what I could have imagined. I'm so excited to have you. I feel like in the realm of like perfect guests, you are like a top five. Oh, thank you so top much. Top five perfect guests. I mean, like literally my whole goal with doing this podcast was to sort of bring the feeling of uh, being, you know, at, at like a messy dive bar in Brooklyn or in like mm-hmm. an unassuming back room somewhere in New York City, walking in, seeing a line of stand up comics and then someone sings. So like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to create that vibe here. And I feel like that's literally how I met you. Yes. Yes. I, I met you at one of those bars. Yes, at a fabled night in December in 2015 or 16. Yes, I think it was post Trump. Yeah. So, um, post Trump, <laughs> like literally like on the heels of. Yeah. Oh, and and what a light you brought into <laughs> the world when No, was literally like that moment that I walked in and then and then on Last Culture, you were on Last Culturistas, I think, that week. It's when mm. they were like doing like weekly, like current when those like boys were just average podcasters and yes. not gals about the industry. <laughs> but like literally, like going, you went on and you described like what, like, like I guess like the moment where like I entered <laughs> into the space. Yes. And I never heard anyone be honestly like n- nice about my art. In that what? way, it was like I had never been. I feel I felt like until that moment, I'd never had what I do considered special is the wrong word, but I think it's the word that I want to choose. Like, I never yeah. considered that it was like, oh, something unique and not just. Yeah, well, that that's what happened. If we can you know, uh, reminisce again on this moment. Yeah, <laughs> I, I work at this piano. Or I used to work at this piano bar called the duplex in the west village famous the it's the duplex, the duplex. Oh, upstairs it's the room joan rivers mm-hmm. seen on glee yeah <laughs> um yeah it's a a wonderful place and i worked there for a few years doing the piano bar which is both uh, a dream job and absolute hell it's like a fun combo and uh, there was one night in december and all our comedian friends were in there the las culturistas boys jolkin booster tessa hirsch etc it's probably what 2 a.m and larry <laughs> owens none of us know him walks in and you put in a request for the opening to Sunday in the Park. For I, wa- no, I wanted the act one closer because I wanted oh, it to be oh. like like communal. Like I wanted everyone to like sing and get in on it. But right, like right. it was too deep in the score. So yeah, I, yeah. I ended up having to do like number one, which is like the title number. Right. Which Because I would never showboat. Like I would never like walk in and be like, watch me do intense patter. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and if you're not familiar with the opening of Sunday in the Park, maybe we should do that. You know, it's just maybe. like a lot of talking like, hello, George or whatever. <laughs> Um, which you would think would not be interesting to a room full of drunk comedians. But Larry gets up. I play the opening. That's not it. But something like that. And Larry just fills the room with his charisma. What is the first words? George. Oh, just George. George. And the whole room, like, it's like, like, Larry captures every single mind in the room and everyone's staring at him as he 
takes his time and does the best Bernadette. Oh my God. It was incredible. It was obscene. And on what was more obscene was that you played. Like it was like, like to require that of a pianist on site is insane. And the fact that, with within like the chaos of like the bar moment, like you held the musical integrity, like you were like there with me for the beats, like that is like the alchemy, like the magic that like built our our friendship. It was magic, and you know I always or I used to get really nervous when I would play Sondheim for the first time, and uh, and I feel like you over the years have actually like helped me push through that fear by just being like just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you were um. so you were so much better than you think you are, and like that is my political. Um, stance. I'm mm-hmm. not uh, Demo Repub. I literally am just like, Henry, know your worth like 2020. I'm like, literally like the, like you're like gold. Like you Aww. are so talented and I'm like watching like we've worked together with some music and 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 watching you with Kat Cohen and like the evolution of the songs and like honestly later on like I think I want to do a little Kat Cohen uh song industrial tutorial with you just oh. like so we can show the people at home that like everyone is raising the stakes and that includes you and how you're helping her uh build and compose the music like to go into club coming where Henry uh, co-hosts a weekly show with Kat Cohen. It's called Cabernet Cabaret. They started this moment. Literally, they created a movement. So you, so you go to you go to club coming on the historic Lower East Side. You try your best to fucking get in. You're like standing there, like amongst the chicest people, and you're watching it go down. And they will do new songs. And so like, I love to like go and sit in the front and like, and like elbow to the front, acting like I'm on the, on the lineup, but I'm not, I'm just trying to get a good seat. And just to be like inches away from YouTube creating in the moment and, and riding a wavelength of chemistry and like creating honestly musical and comedic ecstasy. Like I will sit there and, and like, and cats going and you're going and the audience is going and it, there's just so much rhythm in the room that yeah. like, I feel like my, my skin changes. I become flush, even though I'm Brown, I feel that <laughs> I, and I just feel like, Oh my God, this is it. I was like, Oh, when I was, a kid like reading about like cool shit happening like in Mm -hmm. new york like on the lower east side like oh no this is it yeah like i'm in the middle of like one of those moments yeah i i feel the same way honestly i i feel so lucky when i'm at that piano and Catherine singing like because she she really is channeling from somewhere in a different galaxy and just like bringing it and like the way women and gays and and just everyone that's not a straight man like responds to it in such like a oh my god I needed this I needed to hear this even like as the bad mirror. shit as she gets but yeah. the mirror it's still reflecting back some mania that we all feel right inside right. of this system that is I'll say it America I <laughs> yeah. said it oh my gosh and we've been traveling a lot recently like, <gasps> yeah going how to is Iowa. Yeah. It's, it's great and like maybe I'm just looking for this so I'm finding it but like the way I hear like women in Iowa when I hear their laughs responding to Catherine like because they've never seen anyone like that before anyone like saying these things or expressing themselves so openly it makes me like emotional in the moment even though Catherine's like talking about a bump on her pussy and these these women are just like (laughs) you can tell that that she saved them yes they go to the gynecologist in Iowa let's not forget (laughs) and they deal with fucking shitty guys and do they have health insurance probably yeah, I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> well, you know what? This podcast is about you. And so I need to know. 
I ask this of every one of my guests, and you're no different, even though you're behind the keys and you're going to tickle those <laughs> plastics. It's a Yamaha. It's not a baby grand. Um, <laughs> we're in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I ask every guest, Henry Kapersky, mm-hmm. what is the music that made you? Okay. The music that made me. My mom is a, a professional singer. <gasps> Yes. Okay. Um, and when I was a kid, and she also taught piano lessons, so I was like, um, exp- and voice lessons, and she okay. uh, is a coloratura soprano. So I, I grew up hearing lots of <laughs> hit it, hit it. Um, I see the fingers. Your fingers are going. And what is she doing over top of it? What's coming out of the voice? <laughs> <laughs> Etc. Wait, what was that piece of music? I'm trying to remember. It sounds like Strauss or something. Right in, right in. Honestly, the people, like the musicologists, the armchair uh. musicologists in podcast land, they're so dogged that yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna get an influx of tweets. Like that was La Traviata, you right, imbecile. Right. So yeah, La Travia. Um. Yes. I'll venture to say yes. You would know better than I. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, like there are just so many arias that that's like the main thing I grew up like hearing all these. And I don't. Yeah, as a kid, I didn't care about who wrote them or anything. So I never really learned. Um, but yeah, that's that was like my mer- earliest musical exposure. You can hit the keys whenever you want to. I give you permission. I, I see you <laughs> gliding over them. and It's like it's a music pod. Like it can the right, entire right. thing can be underscored. <laughs> that will be so fun if it's like a real musical. But as you can see, like when I have my hands on the piano, though, my words like slowly like fall apart, and I like. And can't that's speak. music. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah. guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you be- love mumblecore rap? Yeah, because it'd be like trying to speak like French and Japanese at the same time. Oh, like, oh, because there's like a language of like the, your fingers. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like the language of like thought and expression and being on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and obviously, like you can play piano and sing at the same time, or even talk and play piano. But like for, when you're like just having a conversation i don't know it's it's weird um but yeah so my mom was a classical mom is a color Torah. She's, yeah. she's like doing scale she has students in she's teaching them beginner piano right. but then also she did community theater and she <laughs> this she is was, my thread yeah now i'm like i'll like composer lyricist date yeah 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 and she was the first musical she was in that i can remember was music man and she was marrying the librarian Yes, my mom was the local star in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Is she still? Um, is she still on the boards? N- uh, no, she doesn't do as much. She doesn't do community theater anymore. She's kind of just doing uh, other stuff. She's amazing though. She travels all over and she performs uh, these like symphony shows with okay. her performing partner, a concert Diane singer. Penning. Yeah, she, yeah, she's a concert singer. Diane now. Penning. Yeah, and she's so amazing. Her voice is like crystal glass water like it's beautiful god um but yeah she was marrying the librarian and the music man coming to broadway with hugh jackman and sudden foster (laughs) i really wish it was laura osmus i love sudden but god do we not a different day different podcast okay okay (laughs) (laughs) i Okay, I anything goes is my favorite thing I've ever seen on Broadway. Okay, and my favorite part was Laura Osnes as Hope Harcourt. Okay, because I feel like there is like a connection to like a beautiful glassy soprano. I guess yeah, because it reminds me of my mother. That seems yeah. like that's like Whoa, an immediate I've never trigger. Made that connection. Literally from what we just said, because otherwise I can't figure a reason that you never mind. Right? No, no, no. no yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything goes is so funny, and there's all these big brassy numbers. But I was the one that was like, I want to hear <laughs> Laura Osnes sing to Lovely no, I'm, again. I'm definitely like anti, just like the institution 
execution of Laura Osnes is like just oh, like, okay. the, like that we like you know frail and like the, the. Do you find that Laura Osnes is a standout of that group though? Like she's special. I I do think that she earned her place in the Broadway white girl pantheon through a reality show about Greece. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I definitely I, feel I that entire that. sentence. Yeah. Um. And it, do you, what's the song? Uh, I love Sopranos deco- though. Wait. Cole Porter. It's from Anything Goes. Sorry, my voice. It's early. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm not a soprano. Yeah, all through the night. It's like like a random deep cut from Anything Goes. And it was one of my favorite parts of the show. Like, forget the tap dancing. Like, I love You Laura just love, Osmos. like, the simplicity of like, yeah. her just, like, singing this song. I yeah. feel like that song is probably one that they shift around oh, in, okay. like, the versions, like, probably to fill that character out. Oh, I, sure. I can't remember what Hope Harcourt sings but okay so so we have we have music man we have sopranos yeah i guess that really shaped a lot um and like uh when she was in music man you know this was i could barely like form words but i was singing my white knight (laughs) like yeah we have footage of it um and yes that song is so and queer it's very queer oh yeah i think it's i think it's queer canon actually yeah it's also so much like an an aria like it's not you know your typical yeah um, go for it yeah you know, let's find it yeah I, wanna, I have to find it that one's hard this is a this is a great um, moment to to pause because i <laughs> guess what i did do a summer stock production of the music man two summers ago <laughs> that was set in a trumpian type america oh my god yeah yeah brave i know i honestly it was good it was good but what was bad was that the local literally like there were pick a little talk a little women in the community who were like oh. that that young director from Brooklyn who oh. wants to change our classic. They're like, we did not want niggers in music. Oh, right. my. <laughs> yeah, they were upset. And also, like, maybe there was some, like, cutting of, of songs. Sure. And some of the songs are backwards. But My White Knight, I think, is progressive. I think that. Yeah, because it's it's kind of a Catherine Cohen song. It's like about like how fucked up. I, like, do I have no? Um, do I not have a backbone? Like, I need a knight to save me, or like she? It's about how she's confused about her feelings about men. Yeah, um, do and it, do a little. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy for me to sing this. And um, no, just do it. In, just do it in your normal voice. Yeah, just do it. Like oh, here. and it starts out with this like. Wagnerian, like <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. My white knight, not a Lancelot or an angel with wings, just someone to love me. Yeah, I, I can't do it. Who's not ashamed of a few nights? Thank things. you. My white knight, let me walk with him as others ride by. A deeply sincere Venus, sing with me. Show me now. All I want is a plain Make this list. Man. Yeah, this is a cat. All I want is a modest man, a quiet man, a gentle man, a straightforward and honest man to sit with me in a cottage somewhere in Upstate. the state of Iowa <laughs> and I would like him to be more interested in me than he is in himself say that Marion and more interested in us <gasps> hey, wait, than these in I know they're gorgeous me oh my god back into it yeah 
And if oh, oh there's more, there's more, more there's more, there's more, there's more. And if occasionally he'd ponder what makes Shakespeare and Beethoven great, him I could love till I die. Him I will love till I die. And then the finally the chorus. Okay, wait, wait, I think we've earned it though. Okay, like now we right. we fully know everything on her list. But at the at the heart end of the day, she's a fucking person with the heart and with sexual desires. And what does she want? My why not? Not a Lancelot or an angel with wings. Just someone to love me. Who is not ashamed of a few nice things? My white knight, let me wait with. uh, 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 Wait, what's the lyric? Uh, Let me wait with him where the others ride by. Oh, wait. Walk and love him. Oh. Till I die. Okay, let's go, yeah. Um, Let's finish it. Oh, okay. Uh, Walk and love him till I die. Did not expect to do that today or this week or this year. But how did it feel? <laughs> it felt really good. How felt, did it feel? It felt really good. And I felt a really strong connection with my mom just now. Oh my God. Who, as I age, like, uh, I like suddenly am realizing, oh, why am I talking about this now? Like, I've, I've been thinking about my mom's mortality, like, for some reason out of nowhere in the past, like, few months. And I uh, and I've been like, oh my god, am I appreciating every single thing about her enough? Am I seeing her? Enough? Am I talking to her? And, uh, and so it's really, really nice to do like that. My earliest memories of my mom are her singing "My White Knight" and "Till There Was You" and um, stuff. You know, that musical and, connection. And that. Wait, what was that? <laughs> that that's whatever that aria is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will never know the classical music, but please, like, you can you can school us. Wait, I feel like we should just do a little "Till There Was You." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I've got. Well, I don't have the lyrics memorized, but I have the. Just a little bit there of ass. Oh, the score. It's so good. It's very well done. Uh, there were bells on a hill, and I never heard them ringing. No, I never heard them at all Till there was you There were birds all around And I never heard them them winging (laughs) Saw them winging It makes sense that I couldn't hear that No, I never saw them at all Till there was you And there were Music. music And there were <laughs> what help here bells on a hill more bells bells on a hill and i never heard them ringing no i never Surprise! 
soprano, me or your mom? Um, hard to say right now. <laughs> you go for your it's, mom. No, my mom is uh, immaculate, but it is crazy. Your range is boggles me every time. Oh my every god, Jasby, your range, the way that you can play every genre, like Whatever. the way that literally to go from Traviata and the aria to uh, you know just like <laughs> early 20th century musical theater, and who even knows where we'll go by the end of this. I know, I, like, I know, no, I can't wait. So, what, what you about? But this is so exciting. No, I love. Th- that's exactly what this podcast is meant to do. Like, it's not about me singing well. It's not about like how much I know because I know nothing. And like uh, compared to you know. Beyonce like Uh I'm an actor you know (laughs) but everyone has these memories that are tied to music and they are so I don't know powerful yeah they're really powerful and I love I just like I'm just so fascinated by by you growing up in a musical household and like Mm -hmm. latching on to that and like and and just that that was like a springboard for where you are now right it's really nice to reclaim that these early parts too because like then once you're in school you start being influenced by like what's popular like who's listening to what oh okay Spice Girls and Hanson's that's who I have to listen to now and (laughs) and I have to like them and whatever um and then eventually you have to you know like not be gay so then you have to like pretend to listen to Green Day oh yes 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 music is costume right right it's a great equalizer though like just like learn a couple choruses and verses and like you know and then you have currency in that place and I am not like a natural pop music listener uh like i i when i was in high school i would like literally like write down the lyrics to help memorize them so i could like be a part of the culture like i had to work <laughs> to fit in it's insane and i still had very few friends you were innately um, <laughs> playing bach but you were working on like the avril lavigne chorus yeah yeah exactly well no too gay too gay it had oh, to be oh, like oh, oh. men and bands okay you know? okay so green day was a part of that what else did you put into what else did you put work into impressing with um Looking back, this is really gay, but like good Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, I got, I can't even remember because this phase was short because then in high school, I decided to become obsessed with jazz. Uh huh. Um, okay. Like, I was Enter like, oh, if I have an interest, then I can like go with, and I do love jazz and I was genuinely interested, but I realized this wasn't interested that I can disguise as like intellectual. It's and still then I, masculine. I think the jazz has a masculine edge to it. Totally. And, just, and the greats of jazz, like, you know, were. You know, I mean, the great singers, vocalists, like women come into play, but like right. the musicians, I feel like in that culture of like big band culture and everything, like mm-hmm. feels very masculine yeah. driven as like right. a way to, you know, Trojan horse your identity into that. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and looking back, um, or wait, I don't know what this is, but yeah, it, it is masculine, I guess. But the reason like there aren't a lot of women, weren't a lot of women doing it, it's like all for the sexist ways of the time. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Yeah, um, you shut them out. Yeah, like women are, can only play piano, and they and it must be in a dress. Uh, yeah, and beautiful Chopin, and that's it. Oh, and uh, not hard from the bottom of the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can't can't rumble us. Hit the rumble. Yeah, it can't be down here. No, yeah, no, she yeah, has to be where. Yeah, <laughs> non-binary mm-hmm. music. <laughs> Use all of the keys. Yeah, yeah, bitch. yeah. No, yeah, they they were not meant to do that. But there are some that did, like uh, Alice Coltrane, who uh, eventually okay. married. I can't remember her maiden name, but she is John Coltrane's wife, second wife. Um, and she was an amazing pianist who, yeah, used the full eighty-eight. And this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage 
all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, the full 88. Yeah. Yes. Okay, we're writing that play later today. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, I, I'm done done podcasting at four. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but yeah, I jazz became like my interest that I like uh, broadcast out to the world. So then I could stop like, yeah, memorizing lyrics. To okay. I want to go song. back to Green Day. What was your Green Day song um, that you nailed? Good Riddance was... Uh, All right. Let's do it. Uh, God, why, why can't it... Look it uh, up. Just look it up. Yeah. We have the, I'll stall. So um, as you know... <laughs> this was also my class song, which is very convenient since it's the only song. I, one of the only <laughs> Oh, yeah. This one. And it's like... It's actually a gorgeous song. It's, like it's actually a gorgeous song. Like, let's, let's own up to that. And of course, um, American Idiot was a musical, so I know these songs for that reason <laughs> only. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. That's real. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. Graduation. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. Pull it back. There's something unpredictable. That's the works, but in the end, <laughs> it's good night, pop. I hope you had the, the time, time of your life. And there's like a violin solo. It's gorgeous. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a, a good solo. song. Hit a solo. Keep um, it going. It's like, if you were a violin. I think she did the violin, I assume, is a she. Uh, <laughs> um, Binary music. And, it, and in a power, empowering good way. Okay. Uh, I don't, or, okay. <laughs> uh, Something unpredictable, but in the end, this right. And I hope you have the time of your life. Something like that, you know, just kind of play up and down the scale. Um, Beautiful. That was amazing. Was it? <laughs> no, truly. I love your voice. Thank I know you. that you're hiding behind it. You always i you also challenged me here with the sound time and you also challenged me with my voice yeah you're hiding behind it i saw you <sighs> play a valentine's day show you fronted me it'd be like a four or five piece band at club coming it was last year mm-hmm. and you were just taking the american songbook and honestly fucking it you were you were just you were just in, you were just impaling it and thrusting upon it and yeah you're, you're you're tall you're gorgeous like you can really thrust when you want to I know I have to figure out what's happening when I have those moments well okay when I'm holding my I play saxophone when I'm holding my saxophone that like like makes puts something that in my body is that porn. Like, Mm-hmm. That's like it's like it's really gross to watch because you are just, it's so dirty. Like you, <laughs> like the way you hit that breast. Uh, it it's a uh, woodwind, but it's yeah. Made you of hit breast. that woodwind breast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, I'm thinking about the woodwind. I'm thinking about honestly the gleam of the instrument yes, as you were yeah. just literally and like your musical skill on it as well. And it allows. I think because like so singing activates your breath and piano activates your musicality. So when you're mm-hmm. playing saxophone, you're charging your breath out of your body at the mm-hmm. rate that you should when you're singing. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. also allows you to express your musicality without putting your voice in it. Now I want you to put your actual voice in. Into the work because mm-hmm. it's professing through your fingers and it professes through the woodwind brass. Mm-hmm. Now I just want you to just do it yourself, which is a big, tall order. And honestly, I lose friends by requiring things of them. <laughs> so I, I always tread really lightly, mm-hmm. but I definitely we want devote. It was that was so lovely. Oh, thanks. Everything you've done vocally here has been amazing. <laughs> 
thank you. That's the audience, generous. they'll tell you. They'll, they'll, they'll tweet. They're going to tweet and be like, oh my God, I love your voice. Henry, please release an album. Like, everyone's oh. writing in right now. Okay, like, be and nice. subscribe. Um, be, yes, yes, like, and subscribe. I can't wait to listen to all the episodes of this podcast. Stop it. Yeah, I can't wait. Do you think that it's like too loud or should I, should like, should it be like, <sighs> no, earlier when you were talking, I was like, oh my God, Larry is like, I, I, see, I sound like I'm listening to the radio. Like, you, you're natural. <laughs> like, like, I, like, on my drive to high school. Yeah, and, slap some earphones on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I need 88 Yamaha and we turn it. Okay, so we're going to go back to jazz moment. Yeah. And I want to know were there what what was speaking to you from this jazz moment? Um, well, one I just thought I just liked virtuosity and like Whoop! <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite words. Which is less important to me now. But as a kid, like it's all about how fast can you play, yeah. how high can you play, how loud can you play. And in jazz, the you know, there's it's a vehicle for that if you want it to be. It can also be tender and beautiful and subtle. But um, but there's a lot of, you know, just yeah, how fast can you play? Because, oh, the masculine again, like you, you yeah. went to it for the masculinity, and there I feel like that, like to do things quickly and brusquely, and like with like and and, and like and harshly is masculine. Yeah, wow, I've never thought about this. This jazz was a way for me to like find a way to showcase masculinity because yeah, I couldn't play any sports; it was horrible. But and, you were playing and, hard and fast on the keys. Yeah, well, and, and and saxophone. Well, else? yeah, the keys. I guess maybe I still felt it was too feminine, and mm. I and because I did get mocked. Like I remember, I will never forget this, and I try to forgive this person. Uh, it's one of those things. I played in the seventh grade talent show. I played a sonata, Sonatina by Kulau, and it went like this. It's a classic, like lots of beginners play it. And I played that in my seventh grade talent show. And afterwards, Rory Burns came up to me and said, <laughs> full <"Whoa."> government name. <laughs> Hope he's doing well. Um, and he said, uh, he said, he said, like, that was really faggy and boring. <gasps> and and it uh, obviously is still affecting me. <laughs> um, but so I but that's when I was like, I'm realizing now, like sort of when I started taking being like okay saxophone might be a better route and playing jazz and like learning coltrane oh. and dexter gordon and all that oh my god so you um, literally found the most phallic instrument that you could <laughs> yeah i guess they're more phallic but like i don't like but i folks i like henry doesn't bring the sax out as often as he should but i just hope that you're in the vicinity because it is it's like there's a lot of showmanship and obviously like you like you bring to the table musical genius you bring to the table honestly like next level obscene musicality but like the showmanship of just like having that we're gonna yeah we're it, gonna bring it to your voice yeah i must you I have, have so to. much power like like to, to when you blow that thing and you're like making like just like like the craziest sounds in the best way i can't describe this act of like watching you play the saxophone in a beautiful way because it's so much more than that it's so much <laughs> more like obviously like the carnal like edgy place that i live right right oh what wow. you i i feel like i'm in therapy right now like musical therapy uh, i i'm having like i'm very introspective right now be introspective the, okay thank you in public yeah 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 <laughs> yeah well yeah that's the key like keep saying things out loud no, make a really amazing <laughs> podcast that way oh true yeah, yeah those are the good episodes all i'm doing i'm using music as triggers for my own cloud <laughs> <laughs> right right no i feel like in the past 20 minutes or whatever i really have like gain some understanding on like choices the work that you've already done you've already done the work it's all lives inside of you like you could not 
generate another thing and create every single day of your life. Mm-hmm. You've done what I was at Maslow's a hundred thousand. You've done that times like four. Mm. So mm. we're just excited so. to see. What, I want you to do something jazzy. Do you want to have a jazz favorite? You want to do oh, so- or sophomore year, junior year? What was the height of it? Um. Yeah. Sophomore year, like this is a Miles Davis song that I always played, and I played on saxophone. I'm not much of a jazz pianist, but uh, it's called Solar. It's the word solar, but people pronounce it Solar. at the low end as yeah, we know yeah. it's just the balls of the piano yeah yeah it is it is yeah that's a piece called solar by miles davis and uh yeah i loved miles davis in high school he's still always like top five spotify most listened for me uh i love like his compositions they're they're just like kind of like bach and they're like the perfect most subtle thing he could have chosen like this for these court miles davis wanted like vehicles for him to like play to improvise over so he would like find these chord burg- <laughs> see the music fucks with my head he would find these chord progressions so to play over it's so adorable. Um, and then he would make these really simple like perfectly rhythmic uh and subtle melodies to go along with it like it's just these like those chords are like so perfect miles next spot was the next spot yes yes he just creates like a really good like rue like i'm using chef's terms now but like he makes like a really good bass yeah and the way like flavor and season as as like he sees fit Right. And oh, I was just having this really interesting conversation with Eric Gerson, another comedy pianist and brilliant musician outside of comedy. And we were talking about how like in pop and music theater, like key changes are are, like happen, like just there's no nothing coming. They just like happen. Yeah. You know, they just happen. Yeah, and that's you know how this from like, my work. That, <laughs> yeah, right. I'll do whatever I want. Up a step, yeah. Yeah, like no matter what. Like, it, right. like when we were creating the Oprah song, Henry did the arrangement for it. And I was just like, yeah, then it just goes here. And you're right, like, right, right. But I was like, no, but just because it's like, that's what I, that's what I need you to feel this immediately. Right, There's right. There's no rules to it besides the rule of emotion. Right. So that's like what happens in pop and music theater. Whereas in classical uh, and jazz, like composers like are revered for like how smoothly they like shift into other keys oh. so that you don't notice. And so with Miles Davis in this song, it ends up in the same key, but the way he 
And now we're in F. Now we're in E flat. We're just like descending. Now we're in D flat. Like we just like walked all over. It's so smooth and sexy. Yeah, it's magical. Not like smooth jazz, but it's like so. Right. Just like live. Yeah, I know. And then want to hear my favorite like sneaky key change? This is classical. This is Beethoven. This is from the Pathetique Sonata. Um, so the, the main theme is like it's dramatic and scary. Um, but later, much later in the piece when he's like developing the theme and whatever, he wants to change the key. So instead of, so that we're still in C minor, but at the second time, much later, he goes, minor but and we went we like walked up we DEF, like we went all the way uh, up we went from uh c to d flat to e flat and then to f minor and finally to f and it minor. was just like so magical whereas in like uh if there was rent it'd be like you know i love that your rent is a boom chick i love that <laughs> i know like it was right it would be hee-haw hee-haw yeah you know that song in rent <laughs> that sounds like a cowboy wait no scissor talking sort of some like here we go armchair podcast musicology okay the latest song that you and kat have written what is it called i cannot remember the title it's called live or die yes and, and how and how does that what is that accompaniment like that is from the same beethoven sonata i was playing it at a soundtrack let's and hear it. okay so it starts out And the song, it's an A flat, which the Beethoven Sonata never is. But we just like took that one part and used it as like yes. an intro and then kind of the basis for. And what's the lyric like? Um, it's like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like that movie, Love Actually, where Colin Firth says, now I'm alone now. I always liked it. Busby said it's bad. You know, what, I can't remember. Like, <laughs> Wait, so you literally, so you took that, like, you were just warming up at, this is how it works. Like, yeah. this is like, the spark of creation. You're in this, you're at the gig. It's, you're in Iowa or the Lower East Side. And yeah. you're just like fuging around on the piano. Yeah, this this time we were at the Dynasty Typewriter in LA. And yeah, we were sound checking. And I was just playing that. And she was like, what is that? What is that? And I was like, uh, it's Beethoven's not. And she's like, wait, just keep playing that over and over again. I'm just going to try stuff. <gasps> and on the sound check, yeah, it was so <sighs> cool. And our bass player and drummer were there too. And they joined in. <gasps> and doing is this stuff. smash? <laughs> It really so felt dead. like that. It doesn't usually. Usually, she it's glides me. over. You're you're at the Dynasty typewriter, LA. Usually. You start playing a Beethoven a fugue. She glides over, no, and, then, yeah. and then then tall white guys and dressed in all black hop to their instruments and like hit the groove. Are you insane? Yeah, that was a magical moment. Usually, we're like in simple studios alone. You know? So, but that was you a special. You were on one. stage. That is insane. It was really. But cool. Meanwhile. What's the first cat song? The first that you cat, wrote? the first song we ever wrote. It was the day after Trump was elected. Oh so probably my like god! A few weeks before I met you. Oh it was my the day god! I, and she was doing this like cabaret project at um one of the fifty four below, and oh! and she was like, I want to write a song, and it, it, we all felt horrible about oh. the election, and so she wanted to write a song about um like Planned Parenthood and like um you know that. So the song is called Everything That's Wrong With My Vagina and All the Medicine I Need. Um, and we decided that it was kind of like so, a... So, so 
so crude compared to live or die like it's right. like it's like that's like the first song title and then the latest one is literally three like tight <laughs> like just like so like ready to be digested it's words. crazy the progression like yeah because but it, but the music as well is what did it sound like just well the for music comparison. the music i stole the chord progression from a music soul child song okay well, it was so it was it was number one it was stolen and it's four chords <laughs> So that's the first song, and then the latest song is what? Um, (laughs) Like that is that is two years of comedy supremacy. Like literally, like in two years, like you guys have gone from just responding. I love to like have a timestamp on the first song. It is cool to like to know that like the world changed, and then the world changed. Period. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah. And then enter, enter me just a little bit on the trails. Like truly like, uh, like forever on the trails. I'm like, can someone give cat special so that I can get special? Like I'm like, I'm like I'll let cat like burst out every door. <laughs> and then yeah. I like, as like a black person, I'm like, I'll just like glide through it. You know, I'm like, I don't want to break any doors. Like she can break doors and I'll glide through. That's a great plan. I think. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Um, Oh, I, I do want to sing the Seek Treatment theme song just for the culture. Oh, yeah, yeah, do yeah. Do you know it? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, I, the chorus is Seek Treatment. I went from the top. I went what, the Hey Bitch. Uh, oh, One, yeah. Two, okay, okay. Three, four. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Tell us how you feel. You wish for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy six fucking dating and love. Seek Treatment. If you're falling in love, seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. Oh, 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 seek treatment with Cat and Pat. (laughs) Oh my God. That's a forever dog canon. (laughs) Yes. Wow. That was really good. You wrote that. Yes. Well, yeah. So, but I I shouldn't take too much credit, like, especially what what I do with Kat, because she is also a musical genius. Like, she doesn't know much of the language, but I I don't mean that shit. Drag her, slay her, (laughs) kill her, drag her by uh, the blowout. She's an English major, you know, like, uh, she's not supposed to know this. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm starting. I'm I'm starting. I'm instigating. Got it. Got it. Um, She comes fully formed. Yeah. She's a musical genius, and sometimes she'll have, like, musical phrases, and that's... For that song, she sent me a recording of her singing something a cappella, and I just kind of like pieced together what I thought would make it work. Okay, sometimes it's composing, sometimes it's arranging. It's yeah, not, but yeah. It's all music direction. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. that, that's that's your that's your. We, we can give you so many titles. Sometimes you're composing. Sure. Sometimes you you do it all, which is the beauty of uh, the moment. Is that the lines we don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like what is the moment? What do you need? We'll do it together, and it all and it works out. Right, right. We're obsessed. Yeah. So yeah, you have so many amazing compositions with Cat on your own. What's your What's your journey like as an artist? Um, who are you? Do you compose for yourself? Yes. What so, do you have for us? Uh, so I did an intense mushroom trip two weeks ago, and because uh, I was like in a a bad place and I was like okay what the fuck is wrong it that, helps it clears yeah you. and so I like asked, it resets you yeah, boom I, I, yeah and for people that don't know about mushrooms they just think they're drugs they're not they're like a natural thing from the earth psilocybin is like a naturally occurring whatever um, and you you set an intention it's not like a party drug that's where people go wrong with mushrooms anyways I took mushrooms and uh, and asked I was like why can't I sleep at night Um, and it was like you uh, at the end of it I, I learned that I I was like waiting for 
other people's success to allow me to be a composer. Mm. Like once Catherine, like what you were saying, once Catherine breaks down the store, then I can like compose all the time and call myself a composer and make my living from that. And I was like, no, you need to start now. You can't wait for people. You need to just, just compose. Even if no one hears it, like be at home working on something, not waiting for someone to ask you to do something or whatever. So I, uh, I read a lot and I, I was like, okay, reading is my other big passion, like reading fantasy and sci-fi and stuff. What can I, how can I combine this? So I decided to start a project where I take little passages that I love and compose music to like underscore if someone were to read them. So I started that project and it has like completely taken me out of that like slump and I like have like direction even though I don't know what it's doing I just feel I'm doing something I'm creating creating is so important whoever you are you have to create something it doesn't have to be art but you have to like whatever's inside you create a human yes a a, a community like just go off just like do it like it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be art it's like let us do the art it's fine it's covered create a sports team right create a card here yeah just like just do it like uh, yeah and you can't wait for permission you cannot wait. wait for someone to give you a a commission or a job or an opportunity especially not you i know i know you're but- so fertile you're <sighs> so fertile i do have a theory i have a theory that that before we met like i just i found you just like a couple years too late because i feel like you're tired from being for hire mm-hmm. and like that that like exhausted you and like i've never like spoken with you about this but that like that like being so underappreciated in venues like the piano bar and maybe with some like lesser groundbreaking artists who could afford you who could afford to hire you but like we're not could not afford to inspire you with their like you know mm. artistic currency i think it just sapped you and like I'm giving you so much space to recharge knowing that when you're ready for it to come back to me, hung, I need I need you hungry. You know what I mean? I don't need you I need you like I need you suggesting things to me. Right. So right. that so cuz I I don't know shit. Mm-hmm. I like truly am hosting this for followers. Like and I I don't want anyone to be confused. <laughs> I have this podcast. I I like just need I I can't live without 10k in America. <laughs> like truly no, we're under Trump's reign. Like right, do you right. know? So yeah. yeah, like I like I feel like you just have been just tired, but I love that you're using so many creative ways to like like to compose for book. Is yeah. that a thing? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure someone's yeah, people have like composed music inspired by poetry or yeah, even passages in fantasy novels, I'm sure. Either way, that's what I'm doing now. And I like debuted one of the pieces last week. Where do um, you publish? Uh well I, I just I haven't, they're not published, but I, I debuted one at my club coming show and then I did oh. it again at, uh, Henry Russell Bergstein's birthday show. And wait, do you, so, so you read as you play? No, I had Tessa Hirsch, uh, amazing, amazing. performer. We she, love, yeah, we'll I have had, on. So the, the piece I debuted was a piece from, uh, was a passage from the Once and Future King, which is a King Arthur book. And the passage is something that Merlin, the wizard said, and I had Tessa read it while I played and my friend John played trumpet. Oh my and God. Yes, you're such an amazing performer. And I love it. This is a part of your act. Your show, Halo Pop, last year, I saw it twice. And each thank time, you. like, when I say that I was like laid up against a brick wall in the duplex weeping, like, I was laid up against a brick wall, the duplex weeping. The way that you tell stories and the way that you weaved music into that was so amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming twice <laughs> and for sharing that. I, yeah, that was. I think that's my greatest, the thing I'm most proud of was that show. Um, I I feel like I really figured out what I'm good at and maybe what 
I'm meant to do? Like how, okay, I'm good at music and I'm, how can I use that to like help the world? Um, I, I, I'm not going to run for office because uh, I, you know, I don't have any skills there. So how can I use this? And that's what we all need to figure out. How can we use what we're good at to help the world, even if it's just helping like one other person? Like, so that show, we're anyway. We're wrapping up, but is there a song from Halo Pop that you will want to close us out with? Um, I don't think so, actually. <laughs> okay, what do you want to do? I want you to sing one more thing before we send you home. Um, what's in your life right now musically? What's the music that's making you this week? Um, what's in my life right now? Um, okay, sorry, I'm not. <laughs> oh my god, this whole thing is on the spot. Please do not apologize. I I know what to do. Um, yes, I don't even know why this song. I love it so much. Um, it's uh, it's this guy's in love with you by Burt Bacharach. Do you know the song? I don't, but hit me with this. Bacharach. It's from like it's the most seventies sounding. Like, I'm uh, already you know, obsessed. So uh, break my back with this Bacharach. Yeah, and for some reason I can't get enough of it. Um, or should I do something that you can sing along with? Do this and first. Save me, and then and then we'll, we'll think. You see this guy. This guy's in love with you Yes, I'm in love Who looks at you the way I do When you smile I can tell we know each other very well How can I show you I'm glad I got to know you Cause I've heard some talk they say you think I'm fine This guy's in love And what I do to make you mine Tell me now, is it so? Don't let me be the last to know My hands are shaking Don't let my heart keep breaking Cause oh, I need Holy shit. Sorry, the stand on the uh, Yamaha just fell off. I have a, I have a large the iPad. Uh, it's fine. She's been through everything. Oh, um, my God. So that's you enough were, of that. You literally sang the word breaking and it broke. Now we're obsessed. That yeah, was that's cool. That's movie magic. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, my eyes were closed. I was dancing. I was like, put this at the end of Mindy Kaling's latest rom-com. Oh, like, yeah. if Mindy Kaling isn't, like, at, like, uh, what is it called? Strawberry Fields in Central Park, <laughs> like, wearing, you know, a yeah, jewel yeah. tone dress. Sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't and wait. mules. We're wearing mules now. What's a mule? It's, um, did you see Shrill? No, I haven't watched it. I'm waiting. You need to watch Shrill, know, first of all. Okay. Yeah, um, 80s wearing a lot of iconic mules. Mules, on got it's it. It's like, you slip in. I think it's something, you, you slip in, so it's backless. <laughs> Think of like a woman's like heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's covered, so it's not. It's it's closed toe. Oh, it's a shoe. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> got it. I'm here. Do you have anything that, to promote? Yes. So, Larry, you're going to host a show with me at Joe's Pub on July 22nd. Yes. Um, the working title is Monday Night Mass, and <laughs> and it's going to be uh yeah a comedy show um with the structure of a Catholic mass, but it's not going to be that at all. Yes, God, we're bringing like, back a Lower East Side comedy music night at Joe's Pub. It's yeah. going to be unreal. We're going to feature yeah New York's 
uh, favorite music comedy or just comedy in general. And it's going to be funny and spiritual and wonderful. And then I have um, a new solo show that I'm doing at Joe's Pub on October 10th. Okay. So it's a long ways away. But buy these tickets now. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm really excited for it. It's going to be totally different. And I want it to be an entirely like. It's gonna feel like one big musical breath. Like you're gonna walk in and inhale, and then I by bro- the time I, I broke, okay, good. It's gonna and it's gonna be about like existence and space and time and death and but like it's gonna be fun. I'm really excited about it. I hope that you join this me. This sounds in like six a months. level up. That's <laughs> oh yeah. Like you are you're you're using upstate and you're tapping into to higher higher. Oh yeah, I'm trying to figure out what we're doing here. We're obsessed. That's the whole point. Yeah, we'll, we'll never figure it out. But like the point is to try. Uh, what mm-hmm. are your handles? Where can people follow you online? Um, on Instagram, I'm Magic Elf Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's my Instagram <laughs> handle. And then Twitter is my full name henry kaperski yes i'm larry owens at larry owens live we're here forever dog you can catch me at playwrights horizons in a strange loop and uh, keep listening to the podcast like rate subscribe send requests correct my fake bullshit musicology (laughs) see you next app stay tuned for the vanity singing bye it's the last midnight It's the last wish It's the last minute Soon it will be boom squish Told a little lie Stole a little gold Broke a little vow Did you Had to get your prince Had to get your cow Had to get your wish Doesn't matter how Anyway it doesn't matter now It's the True. You can always give her the boy. No, no, of course, what matters is the blame. Someone you can blame. Find us a thing you enjoy. Placing the blame. If that's the aim, give me the blame. Just give me the boy. No. You're so nice. You're not good. You're not bad. You're just nice. I'm not good, I'm not nice, I'm just right I'm the witch, you're the world I'm the hitch, I'm what no one believes I'm the witch, you're all liars and thieves like his father I guess I will be too, oh So goodbye, oh, coming at you fast midnight, so you'll see the sky fall. Here you want a bean, have another bean, because I'm never making you rich.
This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.